0: for everyone so make sure you sift through find the ones that you love and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need with that said my name is glenn lundy i am your host super excited to connect with you and let's kick off today's episode of breakfast with champion
1: all right what's going on fam how you feeling today what everybody eat today What's on the diet? Who ate healthy today? Kimberly, she's splashes. No one wants to, no one wants to <laughs> reveal the diet. What'd you, what'd you eat today, Kimberly?
2: Well, not a lot today. I'm doing 75 hard and plus the 67 day challenge. So I'm, I'm way challenged up. So I'm uh, sticking to my diet but, I chose calorie counting because it gave me flexibility for a couple of events I have coming up, but I'm doing really well, and I'm sticking to healthy things and feeling good about it, so you'd be proud of me, maybe not totally proud of me,
1: but very <laughs> proud of me. <laughs> that that hey that's good to hear that's awesome. you're taking those challenges up, you're on your diet, you're staying focused. You're incorporating uh, your wellness into your business plan for uh, health and success, so that's, that's awesome. What else? Anybody? Who else ate healthy today? How much water did everybody drink today?
2: <laughs> this is Tip with the pink bubble gum. I actually ate way healthier today than I did yesterday, so I'm feeling good about that. And I've been drinking a ton more water. So what I've been doing is every time I use a restroom, I fill myself back up with more water. So I've been using the restroom quite a bit the last few days, but it's been a good reminder of how to get more water into my body. So that's a win for me.
1: Hey, that's what's up getting those toxins out with that water, keeping it flushing, you know, and you you lose most of your fat through uh, sweat or urine. So it's definitely important to get that water in. I want to pick up on what uh, Camelia was talking about with the uh, intermittent fasting uh, really quick. And uh, what Monica, I think, was uh, talking about as well is getting your nutrients in if you're intermittent fasting. Or if you're on any type of nutritional program, your body, each person has a different requirement for the amount of protein that they need and carbohydrates that they need to properly burn fat and not muscle. You don't want to lose 20 pounds and 10 pounds of that be fat and then you slow down your metabolism. I think like each pound of muscle burns uh, 20 to 50 calories or 20 to 100 calories at, at rest. So it's very important you retain your muscle mass, especially if you get older, because if you have more muscle mass, usually your bone density is higher. And that's what you want to go into your, your, your later years with uh, high bone density, high muscle mass. So you're not restricting calories. So very important. So what I'm doing, um, I've been intermittent fasting for the last uh, year and a half, year or so. And what I found was helpful with that, even if I was on any type of diet, even when I was doing the Atkins so I try everything that's out to see what works and then modify it to make it most effective for my clients. So I try to absorb something from each type of diet. Um, I found that taking amino acids, branch chain amino acids, even now I haven't eaten anything and they don't contain any calories, but the amino acids prevent your body from cannibalizing off your own muscle tissue. So even if I'm intermittent fasting, by me having the amino acids, uh, it's staving off, it's, uh, it's protecting my muscle and helping me tap into my fat stores that much faster. So that's a tip that You guys can utilize to get into a uh, uh, if you if you're trying to get into ketosis if you're in a low carb diet if you're uh, intermittent fasting you definitely want to get those uh, amino acids in all right and um but but the key to that and there's a lot of keys to the intermittent fasting as well uh, if you're training and you're on an empty stomach you tap into your fat stores that much quicker. So uh, you get immediately, I think it takes normally uh, 10 to 15 minutes for your body to start metabolizing fat cells to actually break down for energy. But if you get on immediately, that's why people call it fasted cardio. A lot of people don't know that you immediately uh, tap into your fat stores. So I hope that's helping you guys on a on a Wednesday. But I have a special guest today. Let me see if I can find him in the audience. I don't see. Does anybody see uh, Winject Studios? I don't see them. He said he was on, but I don't see my guest today, so I'm gonna to have to keep it rolling. I think we're having technical difficulties.
2: So he's, he's there, go to the search, cause I'm not modded. So um, just go to search the room and then
1: put win, and then you'll see the thing there and then you can invite him to speak. Okay, hang on. You got it. Yeah, which I got you, I got you Mark. Yeah, oh, just, thank you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Them. invited him up, I invited him up week model. Awesome, thank Oh, you. appreciate it guys good looking out good looking out so yeah my guy um, Chris Ross I've met him professionally uh, we are talking about doing a podcast I'm actually doing a podcast on his company that's coming out on um, uh, anabolic mind on this uh, podcast uh, community that he's put together that we're going to talk about lately but we as we were talking professionally I started talking about his uh, health and fitness and wellness and uh, he started telling me his journey uh, in fitness as well as entrepreneurship, and immediately I thought, man, I got to get this guy on um, uh, Breakfast of Champions, uh, Breakfast with Champions, to talk about it. Man, he's a TV radio personality, Hosts of several top-rated shows, the Jesse Lee Road Show, the Win Win Effect Show. He presents his podcast with his media corporation, Winject Studios, but most known for being the top number one percent in sales and the man behind rapid growth of several billion-dollar companies. Uh my man, he's an entrepreneur, investor, and has been an official Forbes member since uh 2020. Everybody uh give uh Chris Ross a warm welcome, my man.
3: Yo, 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 can you hear me? Hey, how's it going?
1: Hey, what's happening, Chris? Thanks for coming on, man.
3: Man, pleasure's all mine, dude. I appreciate it. Um I look forward to you know having a in detailed conversations that we always do, but man, it's been fun, man. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a, been a ride, and uh, you know we haven't known each other very very long, but we connected uh, off the top, uh, interestingly enough. But we start talking about fitness and health and wealth and everything. But just give people a little bit overview about what you do and uh, and who you are, real quick.
3: Right, um, it's great, kind of like an introduction to kind of like lead into this. Well, I've just kind of what Mark was um, mentioning. but uh, been in, I guess you would say, sales my whole life. Um, it kind of goes all the way back into my story, and just kind of keep this in a little nutshell. Um, I speak energy fluently. Um, one of the things that I've discovered throughout my journey, um, it goes back to when I was an infant. I was placed into a crib with my older sister, which is now deceased, but she was handicapped. So I learned how to speak um, intuitively before I spoke my first word. Um, and that's something that it's everybody has inside of us. And it could be, you know, through somatic markers, could be through a lot of different types of ways on being able to transfer energy into people and recycling energy. But I took that kind of that gift from my older sister that's passed away and I learned how to be able to immerse myself so much into other people, um, not in an empathic type of way, more of a showing compassion. Because when you're showing you're using empathy, you're taking on their negative energy or their story. But using more of a compassion is more of a, um, I guess you would say, a force field around you to protect your boundaries to not affect you. And this is kind of go ties, ties into my fitness journey. When during that time, I started taking those boundaries weren't there in sales. And me working with you know billion-dollar companies and trade schools and educational field, when Facebook bought Instagram, um, I kept, became a hot commodity overnight. I, would, I learned how to, was through one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome, aligning sales, marketing, operation, and fulfillment, and teaching the moral and ethical way of enrolling students or selling products at a very high level. And you're talking about, you know, that's where how Glenn and I, um, obviously the preps of champions, I'm not sure he's in here, but he had a, a astronomical numbers and results and transformation within automotive sales. Well, I did the same type of thing when it came to education um, and teaching how to really put yourself in the other person's shoes, first and foremost, and what's in the best interest of them short-term and long-term, how this ties into my fitness journey. When I became, I started doing this as an entrepreneur for the last, what has been almost 10 years now, and became one of the top ones in sales and brokering deals. And, you know, so you're talking about 20 to 30 to $40 million dollar type of deals, when I'm sort of brokering these deals, I sort of taking on, those boundaries weren't there, Mark. So when I had those those boundaries, I was a wide open beacon light, and I was taking on all that negativity in which I sort of compromising my fitness health to be and able to. What were to you doing prior to that, exercise wise? Right. What were you doing? What were you doing prior to that, exercise wise? Right, that's a great that's a great point. I was when you start, I I became a boxed. For 21 years, i boxed in the Navy as well. A lot of of obviously jump rope and running. When I tore my knee up, that was an excuse, the limiting belief, right? Oh, my knee's messed up. Well, obviously now with stem cells and everything else going on in this world, you can actually fix that type of problem. Um, But when I was boxing and and working out, I was always been fit. When I tore my ACL in half, I was playing flag football. What the hell was I doing playing flag football? I have no idea at 32 years old. But tore my ACL in half, and then that kind of spiraled me of not being able to work out the way that I used to work out. So I had to start learning how to work out differently and start using food more as a fuel rather than food as a way of coping, if that makes
1: okay, sense. Okay, so so now fast forward. Your number one is sales, right? What are you eating on an average day then?
3: <laughs> That's a good – yeah, eating on a fly, bro. I was a, I I was addicted to obviously my own success, right? So my identity was being successful. You guys, I truly believe success is just a warm place for people to hide. And it's the best way to hide when you're not dealing with your own trauma or dealing with your own, I guess you would say, the way that your relationship with yourself, like self-love, right? You, You start compromising that to be able to make money into success and being, I guess being sought after as being one of the best in the game at what you do. Well, now you're starting to neglect the other part of you, of working out every day and feeling better about yourself and doing things the way that you need to and checking in with yourself. So I started eating on the fly, eating at my desk, (laughs) and of course, you know, how how much sleep are you averaging, uh, dude? And that's that's another problem. Obviously, me being in the UK. Um, I met a beautiful um, woman about what seven years ago uh, we now have a, a young daughter but I come to London I've been here for what five almost six years we're no longer uh, me and her mom are no longer together anymore unfortunately but it's all good but we're trying to co-parent the best way we can but I started working here but I still work us hours so I wasn't taking enough time for myself So I was averaging around four and a half hours of sleep which that is not enough of sleep You know what I mean? Of being able to getting the right, I guess you would say, getting the right enough sleep. Because the thing about the human mind, and I said a lot about the psychology and biology behind the human mind and neurochemistry. Your mind is never asleep. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It might be working on different parts of your brain, but I wasn't. I, I would wake up more tired than before I went to sleep. Because my, my mental I know game, what you mean. yeah, I know exactly I what was, you mean. I've heard clients
1: say sure. that before. I've heard a lot of executive, all of my clients, you know, they say, right. saying, you wake up more tired because you're still racing. You're still thinking about things. And, 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 and looking back at it now, what would you say in, in retrospect, how would you say your performance uh, was at that time? Were you functioning an optimal out of a one to a hundred? What could you, how are you doing it? Were you doing it off of youth or are you doing it off of just willpower? Just, you know, how are you doing it?
3: That's a great question. I felt that I was operating at an optimal level because my results were speaking for itself. I wasn't beating people by just a little, I was beating them by marginal gaps. Like normally what a company would do for, um, that's, that's my results. A whole company would end up doing. So then but I, used, had, I used to have this argument. I used to have the same argument with Diddy, right? You know,
1: we training for the marathon and I'd be like, Hey, you know, puff. And you know, he only sleeps three hours a night period. Right, right. And I was like, yo, man, you know, you, you'd be doing so much better, you know, making so much more money if you got some sleep. And he'd be like, Playboy, I'm rich. What are you talking about? <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, right, right. And so,
1: you know, I could never, you know, never really fire back at him with that. But, you know, I, I would always say, don't you think your performance is lower just from the lack of sleep you got? But you, you didn't feel it because you were still winning, right?
3: Right. Well, the whole point is, and, and I, would, I would pretty much agree to what he's saying. However, here's the problem. The only thing was failing in my life was my personal relationships and my relationship with myself, with my wealth and health. That's important. So now I identify my health as my wealth because as long as I'm alive, I'm playing an infinite game called business. As long as I had the resources available, I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing in business, right? And so right. I die willing, everything lines up. I'll still keep doing what I'm doing with the right intentions. However, when I trans when I changed my per to change my perception, the way that I viewed, me operating an optimal level like i felt like my flu game was better than most right and what i did for a living however (laughs) that was my problem i needed to start to stop looking at the competition or lack thereof in certain situations and saying am i pouring into myself as much as i'm pouring into others
1: so so looking back at it, if you if if you think you addressed all of those areas of wellness a little bit more, do you think you would have been able to get even more money or get more sales? What do you think?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I probably would have not self-sabotaged certain personal relationships in my life as well, because when you're being pulled in in a multitude of different directions, like different directions, you you're you're always under attack. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to in sales, like you. <laughs> People think sales is just like when I was thinking, okay, I'll have a good month. Well, you have to have a good hour, good, good, you know what I mean? Like my power hours, my first hour, my last hour, I had structure in my days, but I never structured in enough sleep, enough downtime to shut off my brain before I go to sleep. That was a problem. Then you end up probably self masking or, you know, at the time, just a long time ago, I haven't drank in over six years, just be six years in October. But I stopped drinking for personal reasons. When when I was drinking at that time, I was drinking to shut off, to shut my right. mind off. And what that's doing is just pretty much deteriorating my whole mental health. You see I'm on point, And then it – And killing testosterone too. 100%, 100%. 100%. Even like, like right now, people – like I look at me and I've been – what is it? The last – I would probably say around 20 months, 21 months. Like I've shaved off – Probably like eight inches off my belt loop, you know what i mean i don't even look the, I don't even look the same. I'm starting to look like I used to look ten years ago and so let me ask you no, so
1: what was what was the turning point for you what was What was the point where you said, well damn i got you know I gotta get a handle of this I gotta get on top of this
3: and it wasn't even the health side of it. I was struggling mentally mm. i I was really struggling mentally, I was having not the inadequacy feelings or imposter syndrome. I never really dealt with that that much it's just that I knew who I was when it came to, you know, business, but I was living, I felt like I was living a double life when it came to my personal life. It's like, how could you, was like an ongoing joke. Um, at like Thanksgiving, uh, my dad would just say, it's like, how are you so great at what you do for a living? And you're so shitty in your personal life. I'm like, I don't know.
1: Right. So you weren't, you weren't addressing your, you weren't addressing your spiritual wellness. You weren't addressing, your, exactly uh, your social wellness, your personal wellness, all the other pillars. But your occupational mm-hmm. wellness, you were killing it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and but that was <laughs> that was just a that was just a that was my way of being able to hide.
1: Right, right. Because like, oh, way. Chris is
3: like Chris is good, right? He's good. He's running businesses. He's making this. He's on this. He's being enlisted, He's you know working with this major. You know, like there's a lot of people don't know about me, and I think you you know now that there are some major influencers get on stage that I wrote the I put the words in their mouth and wrote their speeches. Okay, so when I was putting words in their mouth, I started getting rubbing elbows with some of the bigger names out there. And I realized that these guys were, these guys were living a facade. It's not real. See my point? Like they're having a hard time keeping the lights on in their business. And then when right. I started, started to say to myself, I'm like, what separates them from me? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not taking this to the next level? And what was stopping me was my own mental health and my mental Which
1: health was, tied right tied into your physical right that's fascinating and i and i'm asking you these questions and that that was a great way to explain it chris because i want you guys who are listening to really think about how your mental health and how you neglect of certain aspects and we all do it i'm not definitely not pointing the finger because i got a, plenty i need to work on plenty of pillars <laughs> but how how your lack of uh uh being too strong in one space and not dispersing your energy or not thinking the the other pillars are worth it because you're killing it in the one space, mm-hmm. uh, I want everybody to look at that and, and really try to think about how that impacts you as a person, so you can really get benefit out of this call. Um, keep well. Let's fast forward, Chris. Let's go. Let's go to. Um, let's go to winjet because we can always go backwards again. Sure. So, so now, <laughs> you're head, right? You're head of this uh, podcast community, right? You're killing it again, right? Mm-hmm. And you got all of these doctors and and brain health and wellness experts uh, <laughs> who are, who are working for you, like me, like myself, who are working with you. In this, in this community, how's that getting that information constantly every day uh, impacted your, your overall uh, thinking as far as our uh, wellness?
3: That's a great question. It's, it holds me accountable. It holds me accountable. You think it's an accident that I'm attracting into the universe and I'm starting to receive and they're coming after. I wouldn't say coming after me, but they're bringing they're coming to me at the right time through my own spiritual journey. So me going through my own journey of self, I guess you would say transformation, I've started – the only thing I'm attracting into my life are people who are like-minded on that same type of journey and path. So people don't really, I guess you would say, attracted to me or attracted to the business if they're not purpose-driven or if they're trying to make money. They're trying. I could teach people to make money. Making money is not a hard thing to do. It's really – it's, really, it's all about being able to sell through quantitative value. That's all it's about, is being able to share a vision, and if you have a great idea, I can teach you the simple, simple steps of being able to monetize from it. But when you're attracting certain people into your life or certain, I guess you say type of skill sets and great minds, I, that holds me accountable to make sure that I'm eating my own dog food. I'm not going to yeah, fall I back into that's... that facade, right? That facade think... of, right? No, go ahead, go ahead. Like your fault so that holds me accountable to be me not falling back into what i used to be at like my flu gain is better than most i'm good but if you're in the health and wellness space right and especially mental health people can pretty much sense when you're off something's off and you feel that intuitively i you don't need to do it by words like something's off his energy's off and that holds me accountable being around people like yourself uh the great dr ruth uh, mary allen she works with a um, dr. Amon's group brain um, the brain scans and uh, what is that um, havening I'm not sure if there's people listening to this right now that actually know what havening techniques are about um, worked with a lot of people of the great minds of Mark across Rubio worked with the two brothers and de- um, obviously developed the the self-havening touch healing rather than therapeutic verbal healing there's a, it's just that holds me accountable man to make sure that I'm not gonna fall back into that that same type of behavioral pattern and that void and right. feeling that void, I'm feeling that void of making sure that I'm gaining enough information to pour more information into others. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, I totally feel the same way training people, you know, I started out with a 45 inch waist and, um, you know, I joined the military to get in shape and, and right. ended up becoming a trainer, you know, it's so crazy, but. Because of my occupation, it, it keeps me accountable to maintain a certain level of conditioning, so not only right. you know I just feel so blessed because you know I'm getting paid to do something I love, but it's good for me mm-hmm. you know at the at the same time so it, it it's definitely an amazing feeling and, and a message that to pursue what you love and um you know that you can actually make money uh, helping people instead of doing ex- exploitative business. so that's right. definitely a good message so now let's let's talk about like what what changes have you put in now? You know, how is your wellness? What does your day look like now? What have you focused on? What do you right. make a point uh, of doing?
3: Well, it's another it's another great point of what are the systems and things that I have in place to ensure I don't like to say that they're um, people say it's a daily routine. I like to call it ritual. Just to, just my word that I like to use because a, a routine is something potentially you really don't want to do a ritual is something, you know, for sure that you it's a it's a necessity. It's a must for you to accomplish to make sure that you're going to operate at an optimal level and be always in being plugged in and dialed in. It takes a lot of work. And of course, right when my foot I've done the same thing every morning for the last, I would say at least 20 months, 21 months. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about religiously, the moment that I wake up, that's the best opportunity. First thing I say is thank you. <laughs> thank God right thank you for yep. another opportunity and i allow myself to really enjoy the show when my frontal lobe starts to wake up and that's where you start to identify what's really in your subconscious mind just enjoy the show and i allow myself i get my feet out of bed put my hand in my hand on my lap hands on my lap open open palms and just enjoy the show and i want not to try to think of anything i'm just trying to just let it come to me now mm-hmm. I work on mind, body, spirit. I do my prayers. Um, obviously, if whatever people are religious doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter to me what people believe as long as they believe in something bigger than themselves. So whatever that, that might be for me, but I have to work on mind, body, spirit. Cold shower gets my mind moving, and then I go into myself. You do the and cold shower, cold shower, right? That's right then. Oh man, that's gangster. That's, it's but that <laughs> cold hey, dude i'm
1: telling you a cold, cold shower, shower cold shower I, I started got off. Started, from the, i got
3: flashbacks <laughs> from the military
1: when you said that right
3: right yeah see that's the reason why I never wanted to do cold showers before It's because of oh, the military right yeah I'm traumatized
1: I'm, I'm traumatized <laughs> from the cold showers at, at high seas oh,
3: oh, In the high man. Seas, i can't
1: I can't do it you know that's why that's why I could never hang with 75 hard the cold showers will break me before anything else
3: uh, well, it started off in like fifteen seconds. Well, probably like three at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You it know, it, that was in a that was a trigger, right? Because I still remember being on, and, and most people maybe don't know, but I'm pro- prior Navy. Um, Mark served. Obviously, he was in. I think you're in a Gulf War, weren't you? Gulf War? Yeah, I was in the Gulf War. Yeah, so I did right. At, I went in at ninety-eight, and after nine eleven, that t- hit the fan. But I remember being on certain ships. And and you would get no no hot water at all, man. It was just like, oh my God, it's freezing. So but worse that, than
1: that is like when the catapults were breaking down or whatever, and uh, it was acting uh, up, uh, and the water came out steam, scalding hot. Because <laughs> that will hurt, hurt you. Dinner. At least the cold water won't hurt you, but the scalding right. hot, you know, yeah, it gets you, man. You it, never it's... know what you get in the Navy when you take a shower. It's so always it nah. always it always was an adventure uh, back then <laughs> on, on the ship. You can never quite but, call it. So, what about your exercise ritual? What are you What are you doing to get in shape as, as uh, physically? Right.
3: right. Um. So it started off with me and a bike. So this is funny, man. It's like right when COVID happened. Um. I live in a really nice place, and I live on the what thirty third floor. The thirty fourth floor is the gym. When everything shut down, I would ride a bike because of my knee. And so I went downstairs and talked to the the maintenance person. I was like, "Yo, man. Hey, man. I've been working out a lot." And I'm on, a, I got this regiment, and I'm losing a lot of weight, but I'm, I'm feeling good. I said, you know, what would it take for getting one of those bikes to put, put into my flat? And he was like, that, that's not possible. And I was like, okay. So then, of course, you know, what I do in sales, right? I start asking questions. So mm-hmm. I asked, asking question, figured out something he's interested in. He was interested in Bitcoin. Well, one of the things that I've actually invested in early 2020 was Bitcoin. I don't, I don't know anything about it. But my team does, my financial team does. They invested into it. I ended up giving them one Bitcoin. At oh, the time, wow. let's, yeah, I gave him one Bitcoin. I had like, oh, six, wow. at the time, like 61 of them, 61, 62. But this is the time when it was only like two grand. <laughs> wow. Dude, that- I'm telling you, tell my lifelong friend, this dude loves me now. Anyways, but it put a bike in my house. I would ride a bike. That's the first thing after the cold shower and after a brain dump. And then I would do it, then I would ride a bike for. Okay. 15 minutes take a break for 10 minutes and then ride it again for 30. So, um,
1: so you're, on, you're on the path now and now quickly because we've got to end the segment at one I'm going to pass but quickly okay how what's the difference in your productivity now what can you say what can you honestly say since you've been on the path you're doing it you're dressing your pillars as opposed to when you were doing it before and still was successful what What can you say?
3: I feel like I could I feel like if I ran backwards I would still lap people you know like it's I've gotten to the point to where my productivity, I feel like I've learned how to slow down time. I only focus on one thing. So if I'm talking to you right now, I'm only talking to you and talking to these amazing people that are hearing me right now, but I'm talking to you. So with the problem that I was doing before to be able to have enough time in my day, because I wasn't taking enough time for my own self, my own sanity, my own sleep. I didn't have enough. I would have to drink a lot of coffee. I don't drink that shit no more. But I moved, man. I, right. I feel like I'm moving and I feel like I'm moving and operating at a, such a level that I feel like I'm putting in three days in one and I'm doing it with less time and making more money. All right, guys. So, hey, Chris, appreciate
1: that, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, talk about you. Give me your website, your contact info. Anybody wants to get at you.
3: Right. Yeah. Just hit us up at winjet.com. Um, W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. Um, I'm on Insta. What is it? Lord Chris Ross, uh, all over the place, man. Just go to WinJet.com. You'll find me and Mark everywhere.
1: Give WinJet to follow. Hey, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. What time is it in London?
3: Uh, nine
1: twenty eight. Hey, I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Get, get some yes, rest. I appreciate. It. All right, it's so, all
3: good, man. I got okay. one more call. I'm, I'm out. Peace out. You're guys. still going. you still
1: going. But guys, make sure that you, 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 you I, I really spoke, uh, Chris really laid it out well. And, you know, you may be producing, you may be successful, you may be doing well now, but how much better are you going to be if you're addressing your wellness and your your spiritual and all your other pillars? How much more productive are you going to be because you have less resentment and expending energy because you really feel like you're taking care of yourself? You know, that was the moral of the conversation. I hope you guys got something out of it. Uh, we got two minutes for questions, and I'm going to pass to Kimberly. Questions, comments, Pam? Great segment, Mark. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I hope you got something out of it. And uh I tried to ask them where you guys could look at what's going on in your life and and apply it like okay, there's where I'm weak. That's when I'm weak. And I know one thing about me, um I got to work on my social wellness. I'm always working, so it's very hard for me to get out and meet people and and get and start doing stuff and get out. So my social wellness is always lacking. You know, so I definitely got to do that because you know, you can be successful, but if you're not having, you know, human interactions other than uh Training hard and and grunting and groaning—it's not that much fun. So you got to have the balance in life, guys. What what part are you guys? Um, one comment, real quick. What's your weakest aspect? Who wants to talk about it, real quick? Sixty seconds. Oh, no one wants to just, no one wants to talk about their weakness pillar. I am going to pass on that to uh, Kimberly King. Kimberly, are you there?
2: If I was here a little bit longer, I wouldn't have mind talking about my weakness pillar, but I just I think I missed too much of the conversation. The conversation. I, hear you.
1: <laughs> I thought we had Kimberly next at uh, at one uh, thirty, uh, but I think, is my segment going for an hour today? I thought I was 30 minutes, and it was Kimberly next.
2: I have Kimberly down next, too. Oh, okay. All right, well, we
1: can still keep talking to Kimberly. Anybody have any fitness questions, we can keep it going.
2: Can, can, is there a way to re to relay out the pillars real quick or?
1: Yeah, we were talking about the pillars and not neglecting them, although you may be successful in still killing it, how you can kill it even more if you get to optimal wellness. So the pillars are there's so many and they change so often, but you have a financial wellness, you have spiritual wellness, you have occupational wellness, you have nutritional wellness, you have physical wellness, uh, you have emotional wellness. You know, so uh, we were talking about which is the weakest pillar. Which one do you think we have to work the most on? Probably nutritional. <laughs> that's 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 a good answer, and that's that's a common one for
2: most people. And you know what's crazy is I'm, I know that I'm not quote-unquote as bad as a lot of people and stuff like that because I force myself to make sure I eat, you know, salads and make sure, make sure I always eat some sort of green thing my wife know I gotta make sure I have something green. Um, but still, I just know good and well to me from a nutritional standpoint. I'm just like, look, I'm hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how,
2: many, how many meals are you eating
1: per day? Perhaps that's the problem.
2: Um, it's either two or three. So it depends. Um, if I'm you know, kind of really rocking it. Uh, I might either kind of eat like a breakfast and dinner thing if I'm really busy throughout the day, um, or I can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's it's way better. See, so, you know, I'm coming from where I come from, the hood, where you maybe got a meal a day. I'm like super excited to be able to eat three meals a day. So,
1: right. So sometimes, uh, even if you eat three meals a day, you'll still be hungry because of the nutrients or lack of nutrients in the food that you're eating. You'd Mm -hmm. be surprised that if you have, like, one nutritious meal and then you go back to the other two meals you normally eat, you'll be less hungry because your body actually sends the hunger signal because it wants nutrients, not because it wants food. You ever eat pizza and you're still hungry right
2: after? Yep. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, it it wasn't wasn't what your body required.
2: So
1: We needed to be delicious and nutritious. Yep, yep. And you're hungry, like damn, how come I'm so unhungry? I just ate all that pizza. Yeah, but uh, a lot of, oftentimes that happens because we're not getting those nutrients in. So also too, supplementation will help you with that too. Making sure you get your uh your prebiotics and your your phytonutrients in. That definitely brings down your hunger because it's feeding your body what's what it needs. So you might want you might want to try that. Gotcha. Definitely. Yeah. And the Good. other questions, is, man, who, who's whose weakest pillar? What pillar do you have to work on the most, guys? It's Kimberly.